Hello and welcome to Inspired, your grown-up girl talk. I'm Stacy Fleece and with my co-host, Samantha Tradelius. Once again, here we go. There's no better place I'd rather be than here yeah. on the Zoom with you. There's, um, you know, in the in the three years that we've been doing this, which is a really long time, um, long time for us considering we started it as just a nothing project. Um, we've really gotten to talk to some amazing women. I was just, I, I just had a conversation yesterday with a friend neighbor who was like, oh, you have a podcast? Like, how do you not know that already? Um, but he said, he actually said, oh, is it about real estate? Which of course, you know, my real estate financing business, I was like, no, actually it's not. It's, uh, you know, we, we talk to women who are doing amazing things and getting up and doing more than breathing, as you like to say. Um, and today is no exception uh, because Kendria, uh, who is with us today, um, has really, uh, well, first of all, Kendria Godare, thank you for being here. Your, thank you for uh, having me. Your like, ability to just say, like, fuck it, let's go is <laughs> um, pretty commendable just in what you've done, not only to build your business, but in your life in general. So uh, this it's it's a fun story. We're going to talk about the, the store and the product and, and the business, but I want to talk about you first. So originally from North Carolina. That's right. A um, and you are you are in the fashion industry. You you uh, you're in the clothing design industry, and you had a brick and mortar store in North Carolina. You probably had yes. family back there. You probably had a life back there, and then um, in the middle of a pandemic, it seemed like a really good idea to you to pick up. <laughs> an so take us take us back there. So tell us a little bit about the North Carolina the store and how this all came to be. Yeah, so I was born and raised in North Carolina. I lived there for 31 years, I guess. And um, yes, my family is there, my friends, everything I've ever known and loved is there. Um, I used to travel to Phoenix sometimes, and um, I just always really liked the vibe. So I was always like, oh, one day I'm going to move here. And no one believed me. I'm not even sure, you know, I always believe in me, but everybody was like, okay, <laughs> like, and so during the pandemic, when they shut my store down, I had like a lot of time on my hands and I kind of felt, I mean, not to take away from, cause I know it was a very hard time for a lot of people. Um, but I kind of felt like a little taste of freedom for the first time. I didn't have to get up and go to work every day and have the stress of the store cause they made me shut it down. Well, so a lot about the good things that have come out. The silver lining of stay at home yeah you're sometimes not I'm I'm hesitant to talk about that because I know so many people suffered and were hurting and I you know so sometimes I'm like you know it worked out for me <laughs> like I know but you know so I don't want to be selfish about that I know it was a hard time but I I had this like taste of freedom and I was like oh my god I don't have to be here anymore because I put everything online and then I just realized I could do that from anywhere mm -hmm. and I just decided at 31 to make one of my dreams come true. And that was to move to Phoenix. You're like, hey, I about being in Phoenix. Here's the time. So you uh, you have two kids. I do. And you said, hey, guess what? Pack your shit. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're going to go two thirds of the way across the country. We're out of here. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
I was like, adventure, kids, come on. We're going on an adventure. What was what was their reaction? Uh, well, my daughter is six now. So she was, you know, three or four. Um, so she's like, whatever. <laughs> my son, you know, initially he was excited for the idea of an adventure and a fresh start. Um, you know, but it has affected him probably the most as far as, you know, he's 14 now. So his grandparents are there, his friends are there. So it has affected him more. Um, but we're in this together. Here we are. And it's been good, like for me personally, it's been great for me and and the business. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't regret it at all. So when you chose Phoenix, did you know anybody there or did you just not enough? No, I knew like yeah. people in passing, like acquaintances, you know, nobody that was, you know. Yeah. Going to be my best friend when I got here. There's something really empowering about that, that moment when you are kind of a fish out of water. Um, We recently just bought a house on the East coast, you know, uh, where I'll be splitting some of my time. And I just experienced for the first time, like being somewhere where I didn't know anybody for a solid, like 30 days. And it was kind of cool. Like you kind of get to like start over in a sense where you can do whatever you want, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I didn't take that move lightly. Like I've seen people move and then when they move, they take all of their bad habits. They take all of their you know baggage and all their stuff with them. And so I think one thing I did right is like when I moved, I determined that this is not just going to be a move physically. Like this is going to be a move for me as a person. I am going to create new habits. I'm going to do new things. And you know, since we had time off, you know, basically during the pandemic for like a year, I read like tons of, you know, um, distress management books, healing yourself. I meditated endlessly. I had all the time in the world. Like, so, and I really believe it put me on a different path and changed the future of my life. I love that. And it's ballsy as fuck. Like most people don't have that ability to be like, I'm going to do that. I mean, because the creature comforts are so easy to lean into. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. I will say being ballsy is one of my favorite qualities about myself. (laughs) Yo, we love a ballsy girl. I love that. (laughs) So, so you've got your store, which is now exclusively online, correct? Yes. And, um, first of all, um, you, you had, you had said that moving to Arizona was great for your business. Why was it great for your business? So it opened me up to, well, for one, a new area and a bigger area. And um, I thought- Burlington, North Carolina? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. People that probably dress a little more like me. My biggest problem that I had in in Burlington was people were like, your clothes are too much. Like, where are we going to wear this to? And it seems they're like- not too much for a lot of other places. Let's be clear because the clothes on your site are super cute. They're really cute. But- well, thank you. Yeah. Cause so in Phoenix, I have to like step it up a notch and I love that. Like make me level up, please. And so I was always trying to tone myself down when I was um, in Burlington. And now I feel like I have to like meet the expectation and step it up a notch. And so it was good in that way. It was good because after we came out of hiding, um, I made sure one of the changes that I made in my life, like I said, when I moved, I I made sure to make changes and new habits and form new habits, which was 
making the right type of friends and connections and not just going out and just like being everybody's friend. And, you know, that's fine. It's well and good. I'm friendly, but hooking up with like-minded individuals, especially like-minded women and um, getting like a group of people around me for support. So I, I joined um, like a great group in the area that's for creatives and they've helped me in many ways. I've, I, I, help, I hope I help them. I get back to them. They give to me and just, I've just met a ton of great people. I feel like you're speaking uh, in, in a world that we just circle all the time because we are all nothing without the women that we surround ourselves with or individuals that we surround ourselves with. Um, and it's really important to find that gift of community within your space um, that you can bounce off of, that you can, you know, they need help, you need help. And sometimes it's just even just to like, have like, hey, what do you think about this, a bounce off? Um, and so and that's- you're speaking the same language, yeah, right? And, yeah. and being able to like lift each other up. And I've, we've been having so many different conversations about the power of the community of, you know, your circle and your tribe. And so it's awesome that you found it. Um, you know, what, was it hard for you to get out there and meet those people, you know, for someone that is like, Hey, relocating and like, what would you recommend their steps be? Yeah. So, I mean, it was hard. You know, I think we all got very comfortable being isolated. Um, You know what I mean? So like at first, do what? Staying home was so much easier. So easy to stay home and watch Netflix. Like it's so comfortable. And, and I liked it for a time, but I, I figured out that being comfortable is where like my soul goes to die. (laughs) Like I have to put myself in very uncomfortable situations and, and be okay with uncertainty. And so it wasn't easy. So I'm not going to say that it was easy to like get back out there. You know, sometimes I'm like, my heart's racing. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to do this. You know, I'm going to make myself go to this networking event. And um, so what I did was again, just look for like-minded individuals. I, you know, I downloaded apps for people to meet up because like I didn't know anyone here and um you know it, it was a string of events that happened that led me to this group of people one thing I've learned is like so I everyone has phases I'm in my yes phase and I have been for a while it's like there's a good time for a no phase or you know all that where you say no to things that aren't but I, I'm in my yes phase now so I'm like yes 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 So I had been invited to a fashion show and I said, yes, I met one girl there who loved my clothing. She said, you should be a part of this group. And this group I feel has changed a lot for me. And so I do the steps back and think if I wouldn't have took the chance and went to that first fashion show, and if I wouldn't have met that girl, this would have never happened. And I've learned with networking, it kind of works that way. Like if I wouldn't have went to modern day wife, I, this wouldn't have happened. And I wouldn't have met a lot of other cool people and had a lot of experiences. So at every networking event, like you might not meet a ton of people, but it's not a fail. Like you might meet one person and that's literally all you need. You don't need a ton. You need one who connects you to another one who connects you to another one. Like you don't know who's going to be in that room for sure. That's right. Yeah. Definitely don't. We, Fleece and I both built our businesses and our, you know, our entire lives based on, 
you know, networking and meeting, you know, other people, but goodness gravitates to other goodness, I feel. So when you are supposed to meet somebody, you're supposed to meet somebody. I was at a a modern day, a wife event um, last year. And I sat down next to a a woman. I was sitting there just like, not really, I was kind of overwhelmed and had, had a like drive getting there. And I was just like, and the woman that sat down next to me, she starts talking to me and she ends up being uh, Trisha Love Fargus. I don't know if you met her, but she is, I did. She was my moderator. She's amazing, right? So she runs LA Style Magazine. She's like just like a boss of all bosses. And so her and I start talking. We're talking about sparkles. Turns out she's a single mom. And we just like had this amazing connection. And I walked away there and had a friend forever. And it was like, yeah. you know, it's a it's a great story that you know you're speaking to as well. So now I want to talk about I want to talk about taking your business from brick and mortar to taking it to an online platform. And I'm sure that like you didn't just wake up and know everything about a website and how to like put all your shit online and now sell it. So what was that learning curve like? And I'm assuming it's probably pretty profitable versus having a brick and mortar with all the expenses. Right. So, you know, a brick and mortar is, um, there's a lot of overhead and, you know, employees and if someone doesn't show up and you're out of town, now it's just closed and, so there's a lot of stressors that come along with brick and mortar. Um, one thing I loved about it was interacting with the community itself and having a spot for that. So I did love that. As far as online, one thing that I've learned is to not stress about the things that I don't know anything about and figure out how to have someone else do them. <laughs> figure out how to outsource the things that I don't enjoy, that I'm not good at, that I have no interest in doing. Um, you know, and I've become good at doing that. So I got help with my website and I had someone set it up and my social media, I hired a company to run the Drea Dare Instagram because it was killing me. Like I was huddled on my phone all day, you know, getting a crick in my neck. And I'm like, this does not make me happy. And for me, like, success is whether I'm happy or not. It's not a dollar amount. It's, am I happy right now? Like, cause this internet shit could be over tomorrow yep. and I better have, I better have, you know, staked my hat, my success on happiness and I better have something else, you know? Um, so outsource, outsource, outsource the stuff that does not make you happy. Which is hard for a lot of us business owners because like, I don't want to say we're control freaks, but are control freaks. We are. (laughs) And it's hard. I mean, I get to the place where for me, I'm like, it's harder for me to explain something takes longer than I can just like, fuck it. I'll do it myself. And so, you know, the other part of it, I always felt was like, if I'm going to be the boss, like I need to know how to do everything. I don't need to be the best at everything, but I need to know how to do things. So, you know, Mm -hmm. you kind of got to self-teach, but also the learning lesson is knowing when to like hold them and to fold them and to say like, you know what, I'm going to hire that virtual assistant or I'm going to hire that web guy because they know what to do. Um, because it is, it's a total like waste of your time. It, it felt like that for me. Um, and I fired, hired and fired several companies before I found the one that I loved. Mm-hmm. So, the I'm one fine. that spoke my language, the way that I wanted them to, the one that I don't have to micromanage. They don't have to show me the post before they post it because I know they got this. Trial and error. That's all right. So yeah. how you find it best to stay connected with your community and your customers when you are specifically online? Um, what's how do you what's the outreach there? I mean, I, I feel like you probably have to be a little more um, specific about it. 
in what in what you're doing and what you choose to do? Yeah, I mean, as far as you know, they're online. So I try to connect that way, you know, with them. So part of what we do online is interaction. That's a part of my team's job is to make sure we're interacting with the community um, online, the online community. And then just like we talked about already, going to these events. Uh, like in this day and age, um, it's getting so popular. In my opinion, it's getting very popular to, to stay home like I said earlier, to be like, mm, I'm not feeling it. And then no. just flake out and not go. Yeah. And not show up and because you just don't feel like it. Yeah. And I believe that people that set themselves apart simply these days are the people that show up. Mm -hmm. And so I could go into those bar. events. That's a low bar, yeah. but you're right. Yeah. It's like such a low bar. Right. But it's like the standard now, like, if they show up, man, they really believe in this. <laughs> but also going back to what you just said earlier about meeting that one person, like if you are sitting at home in your sweatpants, uh, you're not going to meet that person, unfortunately, ladies and gents. So you got to get yourself up and get out there. And and that's how you're going to be able to continue your you know narrative as far as whatever you're doing, whether it's product, service, um, all those different things. So with respect to the line that you've got, um, because it's all online, do you have like, I always love these questions. So do you have to have like a big warehouse of stuff that's drop ship or do you order as it's ordered? Does it then get ordered and get out? Like, how does it all work? So I have um, a big space and we have like a garage and a big area where um, I keep all the clothes. It's very big. Mm -hmm. So um, luckily now I keep them here, you know, at my home and I, and I have the space to do that. So it's amazing. So how do you order, right? Like what happens if you overorder or have too much inventory? Then I'm stuck with products. <laughs> we love this question. Like how do you do it? Well, and you have to think like six months in advance. Like I don't, I don't know what oh I'm going to wear tomorrow. I don't know how you figure out what I'm going to wear in October. So that is actually pretty difficult. So especially since I moved here. So it was actually just like trial and error and I messed it up many seasons. Because we don't have seasons here. Mm -hmm. So I would have to like look up the weather in North Carolina and be like, should it be winter there? Like, because it's 85 here and I, and I don't want to put this sweater on, but I guess they're wearing sweaters right now. So like, oh my God, for, for a while I was late after I moved here on every season. I was so late. So now I just plan ahead. I'm like, okay, I know it's going to be cold there this month. And even though it's Somewhere. not here, you know? And then when we run ads, I just target them to those areas mm -hmm. instead of here. Which is smart. Do you have most of your base in North Carolina still or are people buying all over the country? So that's what's been beautiful about this whole thing. So forever, it was always North Carolina. Um, like you can see, you know, on Instagram, you can see like the insights and the interactions. And it would always be like Burlington, Greensboro, Raleigh, Mevin. <laughs> North Carolina, you know, and um, like one of my little tiny personal goals was it not to be that, you know, so now it's like, um, it's like Burlington, Phoenix, New York, Houston, LA, you know, like that. And I'm like, yes, like, it seems like a small thing, but it, it means the word is spreading. It means the work is, it's working. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah. I, th I think sometimes it's, it's um, hard for creatives to <clears throat> get their 
head into a space where to be, excuse me, successful in business. And you've talked about, you know, creatives have their head in the clouds, but you got to have your feet on the ground at the same time. So uh, what has that meant to you as you built this business? It meant that head in, the head in the clouds part for me is believing in myself, even when I could see the doubt in other people's eyes. Um, they didn't have to believe in me. My head was up here and I knew what I was capable of. I knew what I knew what I could do. And I was confident in that because I had a plan, which is feet on the ground. And that means, you know, like, don't be delusional, but like just a little bit, but like not too much, you know, like you have to have a little delusion, just a tiny bit. With a plan. Well, yes. it, it goes back to that, like common saying is like dream big, but, but also like, I remember one of our very first like vision boarding experiences. I remember Michelle, our girlfriend was explaining to a bunch of new girls, set goals that are realistic but then also have that crazy ass idea in the sky, like that one nutso thing that you're like, okay, someday. And I think that's going to what you're saying. It's like, you have to be a little bit delusional. I don't even know if I like that word with it because it's not even a delusion. It's, it's basically, you got to set some expectation other than like what you know you can do. Like you got to push yourself. Yeah. And it's not delusional for you, but for other people, they're gonna be like, she's delusional. You know what I mean? And I know people thought that about me. People are like, who are you? Like, no, what do you let do? me allow me to reintroduce myself? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, you know, when you're creating any type of buzz, you're going to get positive feedback and negative feedback. And I got a lot of you're just a Burlington bitch feedback. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but that never bothered me. I was like, you don't know. I know what I'm capable of. I know who I am. Um, so yeah, you gotta have a you've gotta have your head in the clouds, as in you're dreaming big, you're thinking of all these big things. And what what is that saying where you um I'm gonna I'm gonna screw it up, but shoot for the moon and you land among the stars or whatever. I think that's right. Like, I think that's you think is that right? right? Okay. <laughs> because and also I talk about this a lot, is um with your dreams, like have a loose, like, this is what I want, but don't be too married to the problem of how you're going to do it. Because like, so if you would have asked me in 2017, like, what's your big delusional goal? You know, I would have been like to have a chain of stores. And that made sense. That was a big goal. Chain of stores would have been the thing. And then things changed and then COVID happened. And easily I was like, yeah, well, that's over. <laughs> but it didn't bother me. Like not for a second was like, oh no, I lost this dream. I was like, ah, pivot. Like, but I was still headed in that direction. So it was easy for me to pivot and be like, okay, it's an online game now. It's an online world. We're not doing that anymore. I, I and think so a lot of times we forget the the path from point A to point B is not linear. It's never linear. It right. is meandering. The journey takes turns. Sometimes it's two steps forward for five steps back. You know, they say, um, you know, what's the saying? Make uh, make plans for your life and hear God laugh. Like mm-hmm. it, it, you can't, you you can't know how you're going to get there. At least all you, the women we've talked to will get there. Like all the 140 or 50 gals we've talked to, no one's path has been a straight line. Like all, yeah. every single woman we've talked to has had this like crazy Lombard street, you know, <laughs> serpentine moment but that's what gets you to the place that you're supposed to be 
That's the beauty in it. Because if you could predict it all, how boring would that be? Super boring. Oh my God. I would like to like like not have to go through some of the hard, like some of the hardest parts. You're like, what the fuck is the universe trying to teach me? Why am I having to deal with this? And then when it's over, you're like, okay, like I didn't die. Right. Yeah. But as, as Kenria said earlier, if, if, uh, if it's comfortable, that's where we go for our souls to die. It is. Like, I love that. Like, uh, yeah. you know, they say be, be comfortable with the uncomfortable. I that's like, right. your version. I like your version better, but I think, you know, when, when we're on that path and we are hitting the hard stuff, we have to continue to remind ourselves that we're building something around a passion. If you're not passionate about it, you're not going to, you're not going to make it. Those turns are going to knock you down and you're going to be done. So I do think it's very important when, when you're building your business or making a career plan or whatever it is, you've got to have that passion around it to keep you moving forward in the, in the way, even though you don't know where the path is going to take you and be open to be open to different directions, be open to, okay, that wasn't what I planned, but now we're going to go there. I think, I think that's exactly right. You have to be open to pivot, to change, to move directions. Um, whatever that, whatever that means, whatever that takes, you might wake up and you've been doing something forever and now it's making you miserable. And so I hope you have the courage then, like I did, like a lot of people do to completely change your physical address or change your direction in general. You've got to have that. Cause you can't predict tomorrow. We can't predict what's going to happen next year. I don't think, I don't think many people have that um, ability internally to do it though. You know, I, I, we've, the we've pivot, to a I lot of women. Hard. It's hard, you it's know, hard, but I think it's there. They just have to, they're, they're going to have to dig pretty hard to find it. Yeah. We all have to dig pretty hard to find it. Changes who moved my cheese Change is hard, right? Nobody likes change, but when it does happen, sometimes it can be absolutely fantastic. One thing I love about your uh, website is every two weeks, new stuff's coming out. Now, yeah, yeah. Do that. how do you do that? I hold stuff back and I wait two weeks and then I. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I mean, so when you're going to launch out a, you know, a collection or, you know, some pieces, you know, how much in advance are you planning ahead as far as like, okay, so what are we in April? So you would be planning for June now or like, do you have it all laid out with, or is it just like, here's what we're doing this month? Yeah. You know what? Both. Sometimes it just depends. Like sometimes I'm so prepared and on my game and sometimes I'm like, uh, tomorrow we're doing this. (laughs) So it just depends completely on, I, you know, I am still a creative. I, you know, I, I do feel like I have that business minded type thing which is good for me because it translates but I still am very like oh where's my head at like all the time (laughs) so like like I said when I moved here I was late like on every drop for every season and you know we started doing where we would drop the whole collection at one time and I just did not like that because then they feel like they've seen it all and what you know what I mean what if they don't like it then they don't come back it's so, kind of a brilliant model and, and not, not one I've ever seen before or heard from anyone we've talked to where if they know you're going to be dropping new stuff every couple of weeks, that's driving traffic to your website at least every couple of weeks. 
Exactly. Cause they're like, Oh, well, what does she have now? Because if you've, if you've checked within a, you know, the last couple of weeks, well, it's going to be something new. There's going to be new stuff there. And so that's what we're doing now. And, and I like doing it that way. It allows me my, like for my work to break it up. So I don't feel like there's this deadline where I have to drop everything at one time. I can space it out and be more leisurely with it. I'm taking like my happiness and my stress level as seriously as I'm taking this business. So write that down, underscore, yeah. highlight that. That is, I think, of the that's it right there, right? We're yeah. done. Um, tell yeah. us, tell us where our listeners can find your uh your line. Where do they go? So it's driadare.com and um that's D-R-I-A-D-A-I-R. But and this is just like for me, this is another little thing that I do. Um, I do a lot of QR codes, and when anybody ever asks. I give them my Instagram and I'm going to tell you why that's because again, if they go to the website right then and I don't have what they need right then, they might never check back. It's going to be lost in their phone in a million websites. But if they follow me on Instagram and they keep following me, I've got them. And eventually one day I'm going to have something they want to see. And then I can get that sale. So I like to drive everybody to just the Instagram. I what is the Instagram? It's Drea Dare. Beautiful. And we will put that in our show notes. You are fantastic. A girl. You guys were great. This was amazing. I had such a good time. Woke up one day, decided let's change her path, moved her kids across the country. And now the world is her oyster. Thank you for sharing you. Thank you for sharing what you're doing and your story. Everybody else this week, get out there and be inspired.